I went for a walk the other day and uh, I think part of me was hoping to meet someone uh, that I knew just to say hello. Uh, there was no one at home and I'm quite an extrovert um, and I wanted to see someone. And actually quite unusually because we're quite a big church and there's a lot of us around and I live near the centre of Sutton. My kids go to local schools so I know a lot of parents, I go to coffee shops and things and I've been here a while and normally I meet someone that I know but actually on this walk I didn't meet anyone that I knew. And what I ended up doing, um, you'd think would be natural um, to me as a church leader, but actually I started just chatting to God. I must have looked slightly mad as I was talking out loud, telling him how I felt, uh, why I felt like that, how I felt about other people, how I felt about myself, how I felt about him. And uh, it was a really good experience, not necessarily easy at the time, but really helpful. And it's not that I don't pray or that I don't read my Bible or have set times for that, but actually going for a walk and doing that and going for a walk with God basically was really helpful. And to be able to walk in silence for some of that, but kind of in a companionable silence and um, really thinking, you know, God's here alongside me and talking to me. And I was convicted that I don't do this more often. I set aside time in my diary to go for walks with people, to go for coffees with people, to do things where it encourages us to talk to each other. But do I treat my time with God in the same way? Do I set aside time to do something where it will encourage me to talk, that it will encourage me to listen um, in the same way that I would with another person? And is that a priority of mine? When everything's going crazy, when there's so much to do, is that a priority? Or sometimes I wonder whether we feel guilty when we do that. There's so much to do, there's things around the house, there's things at work, there's people to see, there's people to help, there's people to chat to, to listen to, there's kids uh, that want my attention. Do we feel guilty when we actually just stop and say, I'm not gonna do anything, I'm gonna retreat from everyone and go for a walk with God? And uh, I was convicted then because uh, a couple of days later, I read uh, one of the instances, because there's quite a few, where Jesus, it says Jesus retreated to a deserted place to pray. And if he did this in the middle of his three-year packed full ministry with crowds, with miracles, all sorts going on, his mission on earth was to teach and to show people and to let them know about the kingdom of God. And yet even he, in the middle of that, retreated to a deserted place to talk to God. If he did that, then how important is it that we set aside time for that too, that we make it happen, even if it means retreating, getting away to do that. And uh, we might think it's not possible, but we make space for the things that are really important to us. And actually, if this is a matter of um, whether we're able to do life as we're meant to or not, if it's something that we can't survive without, I will make time for that. And I wonder whether it's just the way that I view it. And uh, I, then I read this poem by Gideon Hoff, which kind of compounded this for myself. And it might be something that God is saying to me, or it might be something that God is saying to quite a few of us. And so maybe have a look at your diary. Have you set aside time 
um, to retreat, to get away from the hustle and bustle and to just chat with God, to tell him how you feel in the same way that you might do um, to a person. Um, we all have people that we call at certain points and for certain reasons. Do we do the same with God? Do we turn to him in the same way? And so I'm going to read you this poem um, and then finish off. So it's by Gideon Hoff and uh, it starts like this. You can step away now from the treadmill. We both know how tired you have become. We both know how the noise was driving you mad. I won't blame you for getting on in the first place. We were all lied to. We were all told that it led somewhere. Look how many increase the speed, hoping to get there faster. See how inevitably they fall. I'm glad to have reached you. Come away now. Come out into the sun, into the wind and the rain. Here is a path. I cannot tell you how long it is, or the wonders, the tragedies you will find around its sharp corners. But Christ alive, if you open your heart as much as your eyes, you'll find them. I can tell you that it will end in your death, of course. And why would we forget? The ground is solid, but softer than you might think. You can sit down anywhere and admire the view. You are encouraged to make a habit of rest. At many points it will branch off and you don't, won't know which path to take. Do not be convinced that it matters. But take note of this. In all places, it is wider than one set of shoulders. And so I wonder, as we look at the week ahead, can we look and see and set in a time to step off the treadmill, to get onto the path, to maybe sit down and admire the view, but to remember that throughout it all, in all places, the path is wider than one set of shoulders. God is there beside us, listening to us, chatting to us, sitting with us, walking with us. Will we stop and dedicate a bit of time just to spend with him, not filling it with other people or places or things or running, just him? Let's set aside time to withdraw to a deserted place to chat with God.